friend of mine asked me if I've recorded a podcast about my story, kind of my life story, and I I haven't. And I guess the reason why I haven't is because I just assume that everyone who listens to the podcast, who knows me, has heard this story, and maybe they're sick of it. But then I realized there's plenty of people who've listened to this podcast. I know there's some people who listen who don't, who don't know me and don't know my story and don't know my past and what the story is and what happened to me and what 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 it did, what it do, what it made me. And so I want to try and do this. I want to make this podcast super quick and I want to tell my story in five minutes. I think I can do it if I do it if I can try hard enough. I can really, 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 really try if I can focus. If I can just bring it all together and get it all out there. So here we go. Boom, bada boom, bada bang, bada bang, bada boom. Here we go. Okay. So when I was younger, fourteen years old, a freshman in high school, I had a brain injury. It was a brain AVM, and I'm not going to pronounce what the AVM stands for because I can't pronounce it. And I'll butch and I'll butcher it. But what it what it is, it's when a everyone's born with it, born with blood vessels that are like tangled together. And these blood vessels don't always like burst or cause hemorrhaging in their brain. But mine did at age 14. It was very similar to something like a brain aneurysm. So what happened was I was eating dinner with my mom, dad, brother, and my grandma Jean. She's Canadian, so maybe Grandma Jean by some. Let's go with Grandma Jean because that's what we call her. So after dinner, we were sitting around, sitting around on the couch, and I was, I got a headache, and I took town or Advil or aspirin or whatever, and the headache didn't go away, and my left side started going tingly, like it was falling asleep, like it was numb, and it wouldn't go away. And I told my mom and. You know, she's, I remember her saying to my dad and my grandma, like, sounds like he's having a stroke. And I wasn't having a stroke. I was having a brain bleed, which I guess could be a stroke. It is kind of a stroke. So we went to the doctor's office. Doctor knew it was some type of brain bleed right away. Did a test. Told me to touch my right hand with, touch my nose with my right finger of my with my right hand blah blah and uh, I couldn't do it and it was so weird because I was fully conscious I'm like why can't I touch my nose with my right hand and so from there he called an ambulance and um loaded me up in the back of the ambulance I remember and getting sick in the back of the ambulance I turned on the sirens and the next year I pretty much don't remember I was in a coma for about a month the doctors told my parents that I probably wouldn't, that I might not make it through the first night and to call all family and religious clergy. Um, so I was in the hospital for a year. They decided not to do surgery because the bleed was in such a, such a dangerous area of my brain, near my brain stem. So if they were to do surgery, if they you know did any damage near my brain stem, obviously that would cause some terrible terrible um after effects so nonetheless you know almost a year after that bleed i or after that day 
I was released from the hospital and I missed my freshman year of high school, went back to school, had to learn how to walk, talk, you know, physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy, do all that. Then I was back in high school, had left side paralysis, I don't have full feeling on my left side. And uh, I think a year later, a year after my bleed, or after I was out, after I was released, it happened again because I didn't do surgery the first time because it wasn't as I said, in such a sensitive area of my brain. And so this time was, I remember we got the first available MRI, which is an image of my brain. And the first available time, I think it was at like 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning, got that image and waited to see the doctor to get the results. And with... Me and my parents in the room, the doctor told us that he's, he, well, he was one of the most respected neurosurgeons in the country. He said this, that it was such a risky surgery that he wouldn't do it. So one of the most, one of the most awarded neurosurgeons in the country, you know, written about, you know, glorified neurosurgeon wouldn't do this and he told us he basically said take me home to die and he said we would be pressed to find any surgeon who would try to do this risky surgery and uh yeah so you know with me in the room he basically said kind of basically i was going to die or become a vegetable for lack of a better word and that made my parents angry so after that my parents, we went down to see my original neurosurgeon who is now in Ohio. And he, after we packed up, went and saw him. He said he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do the surgery. He suggested we go to Buffalo, New York to try an experimental laser surgery where they would clear out the bleed through a laser that goes in through my growing. And um, so we got the Buffalo. And it was crazy. The streets were flooded with people partying for the New England Patriots Buffalo Bills football game. And I could barely walk I could barely walk. My right eye was closed completely shut. We eventually got into the hospital. They did the surgery. I was so optimistic it would it would it would be successful and it failed. And uh by this time, you know, my parents, myself, you know, it's like it's like, what the hell are we going to do now, you know? I mean, the f the first neurosurgeon wouldn't do the surgery. The surgery failed. You know, am I, am I going to die? And to be honest, I was almost ready for death. And uh, luckily, uh, Dr. Thompson, who is a great neurosurgeon out of U of M Hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is right in our backyard, kind of, about an hour from where we live, he said... He would do the surgery. He told my parents it was a 10 out of 10 risk surgery, but he, he'll do it. And it was like 10 or 12 hour surgery and I survived. And I'm very lucky to be alive. That's the end of the story. But I remember him after I woke and came to, I remember lying in the bed and Dr. Thompson standing over me saying, Trevor, the surgery went great. You can live a normal life. And I remember, I remember that song from that movie with Keanu Reeves with the baseball kids. Um, 
hard pitch or fast pitch or whatever. And the song from the movie, uh, The Storm is Over. I just kept thinking the storm is over, you know, and I could live without this big weight hanging over me that I was going to die. And it was amazing. So that was my story very quick. Obviously, there's much more, much more I could tell you about it. But I hope you like it. If you are a brain injury survivor or you know anyone who suffered from brain injury, you know, share with me your story. I'd love to hear it. Peace.